My name is Adeline Warren and you're listening to Girl Talk. I like to say that I'm the big sister of the internet. You can watch me fuck up all you want, but hey, maybe we can learn something from it. I hope you enjoy. Hi. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think that this is going to be a very happy episode. Um, hi. I um I'm a mess right now. I I think I just wanted to start off with the title of the podcast, which is basically um, I need to move out of LA. Um, and I think I, it's so weird how I spiraled into this decision and like the, the, even just like the way that I started this podcast, because I basically was going on a, a rant on my spam account. It's not Adeline on Instagram promo. Um, but I was going on a rant and I basically was just like crying because I was just so happy. I basically, there's this girlfriend of mine and we follow each other. And like, I, I saw her like years ago. I haven't really seen her in a couple of years and I never see her shit on my feed, but because of the algorithm and like the algorithm sucks and blah, blah, blah. I basically su- came across one of her photos and she looks so fucking good. And I'm going to get to the point of why I'm like, I'm bringing this up later. It'll circle in. She looks so fucking good she's thriving she has a boyfriend now like she her content like you know when you see someone they smiling they don't actually look happy i looked at her smiling photos and she genuinely looks so happy and you know we both were like kind of in the scene and like blah 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 and um for social media and i feel like i haven't seen her very much and she just looks so genuinely happy um, and the reason why it's like circling back is because I'm like, you know, I love LA in the sense that I think it for sure 100% helped my career in so many ways. And I made so many amazing friends and um, I have so many good memories there. But I think that I'm kind of like breaking and I definitely need to leave. <laughs> I don't feel happy there. I feel scared there. I don't feel safe there. Um, And I don't think it like creatively inspires me. And I, I don't know, I would say that I'm a pretty like creative person and it's just very draining there. Um, And yeah, I don't know. I don't even have like any talking points for this episode. (laughs) I don't have anything that I want to say. I think it's just like, you know, from the beginning of moving to LA, I think that I just had like sparkles in my eyes and I was so excited. I'm like, when you think of LA, when you've never been to LA before, you think of like, oh my God, the glitz and the glamour and the red carpets and like the celebrities that are there and like all of the crazy things. And um, the, the reason why I even moved to LA in the first place is because my friend Chloe, I kid you not, she tweeted um, because at the time she was living with Saray um so she tweeted and she was like oh my god because saray moved out she's like i'm living in my apartment all alone and like i'm so lonely if anyone wants to be my roommate like just hit me up and i like jokingly replied and i was like oh my god me and me and chloe weren't even that close of friends like we've seen each other a couple times at like beauty con and like we've you know we were kind of like like mutual friends because i was kind of like friends with rachel but i wasn't really close friends with chloe 
um so i don't know i kind of like threw it out there and like if she didn't respond i wasn't even gonna be offended because like we weren't really that close and she responded and we i think we either like texted or dm'd and she was like oh my god for real like you should actually move here like the rent is this much like please 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 it'll be so fun like we could be roommates um and i've never moved out of of my mom's house before at, at the that point i've only ever lived in my mom's house and at the point too like i just finished high school and um i was like living at my mom's house and you know i was doing youtube and stuff like that but like it was kind of toxic because i mean it it's gotten better because like at, at one point like my mom and my dad were living together it was like really toxic um so my dad moved out and it was a lot better but um once i finished high school i feel like i was like okay and i like what do i want to do and you know i was with my like high school boyfriend at the time and we were thinking of getting a house but like not really like i was really young um so i was like fuck it like i'm just gonna move to la and i was so excited i didn't even have blue oh my god i was so excited i was like a teenager like moving to la like this is every girl's dream i was like so excited <laughs> and i feel like that's what la should be you know la should you know make you really excited and la should you know bring creativity to you and bring you know you closer to your friends and blah 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 blah, blah. and i think that's just not what it is for me anymore but yeah so i'm really excited and like i've never flown you know i never really flew before and like i've always dreamed of you know flying on an airplane and i was so excited when i like you know won the beauty smartest showdown with nyx cosmetics and i was like you know staying at hotels and i was so excited to like be on a plane and like you know be in la because la is so magical um so you know i moved to la with chloe and it was so much fun it was probably one of the best decisions I've ever made in my whole life. Like me and Chloe got so close. She was, at one point I would really just like consider her my sister and we got so close and, you know, I, I tried to like, you know, that's when I kind of like started vlogging and I feel like that's kind of like when my vlogs started picking up is like when I moved to LA and we would do like pranks with each other and like fun things, like things that like, teenage girls do <laughs> and like it was so fun and I, that's when I like became more independent and I started doing my own laundry and like I you know I wasn't cooking but you know I was like <laughs> I was trying to eat decently healthy and like I got a personal like I was like really becoming my own person um because you know I, I went to college but I didn't like go to um college where you have to live on a campus or something like that you know um so I was really excited to move to LA and I moved to LA and immediately the first thing I wanted to do when I moved to LA is get a dog because for my whole life all that I can remember is begging my mom and dad to have a fucking dog <laughs> like I would make presentations and powerpoints of why I deserved a dog and like how I'm gonna take care of it all the money that I saved up and like how it's gonna you know I'm gonna treat it right I'm not gonna neglect it blah 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 because, you know, your parents are always like, oh, are you going to walk it every day? Like, bull, are you going to pay for the food? Dogs get expensive, which it is. It's like getting a dog is a big decision. Um, but once I moved out immediately, <laughs> I I got blue and I, I it was also the best decision I've ever made. Um, and then, you know, a couple of years go on and, you know, me and Chloe are growing up. Chloe decides to move to Santa Monica. Um, and I think I stay there. I moving with meg and meg was also the best meg was literally meg was actually someone that i 
grew up watching like her fucking room tour like i would watch that shit day every single day and i don't even know if i told her this but mag i fucking love you like i literally would watch her vlogs like every single day and like her room tours and you know all of her room makeovers and stuff like that and it was like literally such a dream that she wanted to move in with me and she's so fucking cool and creative she's also just like a really creative person even chloe too um but yeah, so Meg moved in and then Meg and I decided to move to the beach and we're so excited to move to the beach together. And that was during quarantine. Um, so we were like decorating the apartment and like it was really fun. And um, for a lot of it, I feel like I lived in Canada. Um, but, you know, I would go back and forth. Andre kind of lived, he kind of like cr- <laughs> like couch surfed at my, my apartment a lot but I didn't even care I wasn't even using it um and then what happened Meg moved out Brianna moved in and then this is when the roommates became like you know six month roommates so Brianna moved in for six months then my brother moved in for six months and now Andre and me are roommates um and I love every single person that I've been roommates with like I I'm not like I feel like none of my roommates are like bringing me down or like making me feel negative or anything like that like I fucking love all of my roommates and if I don't love you like I'm not gonna be your roommate like I know that there's a difference between someone that's your friend and someone that you live with because they're so bitch like there's so much (laughs) living with someone it's like do the dishes it's like stop stealing my shit like you have to ask if you want to borrow shit like oh also um Nikki was my roommate for like a little bit too um I keep forgetting though because it was a really quick roommate um but yeah I had so many amazing roommates and they were so amazing um but I think like in the time that I was in LA you know like when I was like really in the scene and I was like you know collabing with a bunch of YouTubers and like I feel like being on social media there's so many strong personalities like everybody is a star and everybody is a really big personality so obviously when you're in a you know group where everybody has a big personality obviously personalities clash um and I was like so fucking young at the time like I was literally like 20 I don't even know how old I was um but you know shit happens and you know people you know have a falling out and it sucks um but that's just life like you know I i I've had falling outs with like, you know, people in high school and, you know, sometimes what makes me feel better is to know that a lot of people aren't going to be in your life forever. A lot of the times people are going to be in your life for seasons. And I started to realize that and really focus on that because I was like, you know, why do I like, you know, look up to these people and like, I I just like constantly feel like I'm not good enough and they don't like me and you know they they're always like I'm always trying to put an effort towards the friendship and I always feel like you know they're always doing things without me and I don't know like you can't just like force yourself into a friend group I guess is like what I you know learned and I don't know I I think I I just like really over the past like year or two just felt I don't know, such like a negative energy in LA. Like when I first moved to LA, there was like sparkles in my eyes and I was like so excited and I was like, 
open to making new friends and like I don't know like I, I I just like really always saw the best in people and like I looked up to people and like blah 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 and like now when I think of LA I just think of you know the energy and the aura that I get which is just like you know sadness and darkness and I don't know I don't know and like I'm 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 not trying to like I'm trying to word my words so perfectly so that you know people aren't like oh my god this happened and drama and blah 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 because like I don't give a fuck anymore like I really don't give a fuck about you know the groups and the drama and the this and the that like I'm so fucking tired of it and I think that's like why I I just like can't live in LA anymore like I I can't deal with like like the chasing like I feel like living in LA is like constantly like chasing like who's who who's doing well in their career like who can I be friends with like oh my god like like who can get like the collab with the biggest person like I don't I can't fucking like do it anymore like it's like really fucking draining and like I didn't start YouTube for this reason I didn't start YouTube to like you know be be in these like to make money and like to to be friends with like all the biggest people and like to you know this and this and this I like started YouTube because I literally genuinely had no friends and I like I just like was bored and I I, I needed like a creative outlet like looking at what YouTube has become for me now I just like you know I I feel like there was a point where I was like okay well I need to like you know collab with people and I need to like be friends with people and like you know all of the people that do the same thing like they're all friends so like I should be friends with them and like blah 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 blah. um but it's just so fucking draining and like you know there's like so many things now like there's like youtubers now and there's tiktokers now and there's like ever since covid like the whole influencer thing has like blown up so much and it's so crazy now and i'm so grateful for my job and i love my job so much but i think that you know la is like a huge part of it and i have to really like you know i have to really be grateful I think I have to be grateful for, you know, what LA has brought to me and all of the amazing people that LA has brought to me and all of the amazing experiences and, you know, work opportunities and blah, 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 blah. But I think I really need to put myself first and I really need to prioritize myself. I don't know, I think the thing that I'm just over the most is just the constant chase. And that can mean the constant chase of, like, views, the constant chase of who gets the most, and the constant chase of, you know, being friends with people with the most views, and the constant chase of collabing with people who have the most views, and the constant chase of, you know, following up with people and trying to be friends with people, and, like, the energy in LA. And you know what? I I have to, like, take it back because I feel like I see people (laughs) make videos of, like, them leaving LA, and I, like, always make fun of them because I'm like, you know what? LA is what it's 
LA is what you make it. It's kind of like how life is what you make it. Like if you surround yourself with good people, which I feel like I did in LA, you're going to have a good experience. And when you surround yourself with, you know, people who are, you know, built different, (laughs) you know, it's like, it's like that. And you're not going to have the best experience. And do you know what also gets me? What gets me is how, oh my fucking God. Do you know what gets me the most that literally makes my skin crawl is, you know, when you think of like the typical like clout chaser in LA, um, it's so crazy the way that they maneuver. I'll tell you the way that they maneuver is like when someone wants to be in the scene of LA and like they're constantly like hanging out with like people with a following because they have a following, blah, blah, blah. That's like considered what is like a, a clout chaser. Um, and it's so crazy because like all the people that I've met like that, they're absolutely fucking rude to everyone except for the people who have clout at the moment and it doesn't make sense to me because i'm like if you're a clout chaser wouldn't you want to be friends with everyone wouldn't you want to be nice to everyone i never fucking understood it like the whole you know party scene in la is so gnarly to me like when i go to influencer parties it's like the fucking gnarliest shit that you'll ever see i'll set the scene when you go to a party in la And it's like, you know, the typical people that you just get the vibe. I feel like everyone gets the vibe from these people, but nobody says it. So I'm just going to say it. The people that you get the vibe from that are clout chasers are so entitled and rude. And like if I it doesn't make sense to me, because if you're a really good clout chaser, then you just be nice to everyone. That way you have connections with everyone. And then, you know, what if, you know, Sally isn't relevant now and then she blows up next year? Like, you don't fucking know. And then I don't know. Like, I feel like there's people that I meet at these parties and they're so stuck up. One time there was this huge influencer that I honestly really loved. Um and i was like you know trying to have a conversation with her and she gets one of her minions like someone that you know is like a part of her posse or whatever like her groupies and she kind of like looks at them so that they can start talking to me so that she can leave the conversation like what the fuck what the flying fuck what the flying fuck like and then you know i like can continue the conversation with like you know the other person but like i directed the question towards her and it was like a normal ass conversation because we're at a normal ass party with like normal ass people but apparently not and she kind of like looks at the person to you know talk for her it's so fucking gnarly. Like, I'll never forget that experience. And like, I don't know. I've unfollowed that person from from then on. And I'm like, what the flying fuck? Like, what? what like, you, you just treat me like shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, what if in like some crazy world, I am like literally like the most popular person in the entire fucking world. Like, are you going to be nice to me then? Like, is the only thing of value to you is like how many followers someone has on like an app like it's so fucking gnarly and it's like i see these people that are like quote unquote like 
clout chasers and they are like constantly like hopping from friend group to friend group to friend group to friend group. Doesn't that get exhausting? Keeping up an act of like, I don't know, like it's just like, I feel like it takes the same amount of energy to be nice to people and to be rude to people. And like, it's crazy that like so many of them choose to be rude. And I have so many similar experiences that I don't know why that one just like came up in my head, but I have so many experiences like that. I don't know. And I, you know what is also something that I need to get off my chest? It's always the B or C list celebrities. It's always the B or C list celebrities that are the fucking rudest. I have met, met A list celebrities that have been absolute fucking angels to me that have been so fucking nice, so fucking kind, like a normal human, like someone that you could just meet at the club bathroom and the girls restroom and like be so fucking nice or like someone that you could just meet at a bar and like they would just generally like go up to you and be nice to you or like someone that, you know, you run into at the coffee shop and like they, they're just like kind and like hold the door open for you. Those are A-list celebrities. Like they're all every single I've never met an A-list celebrity that was rude to me ever, ever. It's always the B and C list celebrities that are so fucking rude and have a stick up their ass so fucking far up their ass. Like, oh, my God. And it's like, that's the reason why they're B and C list celebrities is because no one likes you and no one wants to work with you and you're a pain to work with. You show up late. You, you know, are unprofessional and this and this and this. Like people like that don't make it far in life. And that's why they stay B and C list celebrities. And like you, you know, you always ask yourself, you're like, oh my God, like I wonder why, you know, they've been in the industry for so long. Like why I just feel like they're, you know, always the same and like always just hanging out with people with clout and blah, 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 blah. And like that's the reason why like all of their energy and time is going towards like being rude to everyone and only nice to like the people who have clout and like ignoring everyone, even the people that have been with you through day one, but only, you know, whatever. Like personally, if I was a clout chaser, this is how I would do it. Okay. So you move to LA, right? And then you like, you know, you DM people, you get invited to events. It's really easy when you're like a pretty girl. It's really easy to get invited to parties when you're a pretty girl. Um, Make friends with promoters, make friends with people and just be nice to everyone. Like it's not that fucking hard. And then when you're nice to everyone, people can recommend you to, you know, places. Say you want to be a dancer. You could get recommended to a dance teacher or a dance studio or like a music video. Like there's so many times where I'm just, you know, looking for like chill dancers to like be in the background of my day. Like it doesn't even matter how good you are, how much experience you have. Just like be fucking chill. Like it's really easy, you know, to clout chase and like maneuver in LA. I will never understand people who are trying to be clout chasers that are just so rude and so entitled and their egos are so big. It just like doesn't make sense to me. Anyway, sorry, this is like a, little mini tangent and like you know it's it's it can happen anywhere like really like there's people like that in my hometown there's people like that I'm pretty sure like in every single city so like it's not just in LA but I think you know in LA it's it's like me and my friends used to talk about this how like everybody's constantly thinking about LA um and everybody's energy is being put towards LA and like, you know, everyone thinks about LA and they romanticize LA and everybody's thinking about LA. So there's more energy in LA and there's more, you know, things to be done in LA. There's more opportunities in LA and it's 
so much easier to manifest while you're in LA as opposed to, you know, other cities. And I honestly really do have to give that to LA because I feel like when I was in LA, if I wanted something and I really wanted to make it happen, like there's photographers everywhere, there's directors everywhere, there's, you know, people could recommend you to, you can, you know, make friends with people and like DM someone and be like, hey, like, do you want to meet up for lunch? And like, let's be friends. Like everybody lives in LA and I feel like it's the perfect city to manifest and really, you know, find your dreams and find your passion and blah, 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 blah. Um, but, you know, there's also this dark side of LA and like we've all seen it and there's documentaries on it and like people getting taken advantage of in LA and like, you know, especially the music industry. Like I don't even want to get into the music industry. Like that could be a whole other thing. But like the music industry is so fucking dark. And like that's why I kind of like took a step back from it because, you know, there's like record labels and like record labels, you know, will give you money. But like the money that they give you, you have to pay it back. So it's like a loan. And like if you don't make the money back, then you're kind of like a slave to the record label and like or you have to buy them out. And the record label will own a percentage of your songs and you're always going to be a slave to that record label. And like it's old white men that are like in charge of the music industry, essentially. And like, you know, you always hear about these stories of like, you know, people, you know, doing sexual favors in order to get into, you know, like an act like a, a job or like, you know, land that role or like, you know, you know, all these creepy directors, like it's really fucking real and like shit happens in LA and it's like really fucking dark. And like LA can either be a really cool opportunity in a really bright awesome place and LA can also be really dark and it can be really draining and you know I feel like so many creative people dream of going to LA and I wouldn't say like I would 100% say like if you've always dreamed of going to LA 100% you should go to LA but I think that you know it's kind of like a double-edged sword where LA can give you opportunities but it can also drain you of yourself and you can you lose yourself and you can lose your creativeness and you can you know sell yourself out and sell your soul and like you know blah 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 like it's very fucking real <laughs> and it's really scary and it's like really 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 dark energy LA has just become such dark energy recently at least for me and I think, you know, coming to Canada, I just realized, you know, there's just, you know, so much more to life than, you know, views and like going to red carpets and like spending thousands of dollars on a stylist that literally like is just an ego boost. And like, I like it doesn't make you look better and like, you know, PR and like this and this and this and this and this and like you know percentages and like cuts and like blah blah blah, blah. And like when you move to LA like feel like everybody like you have to really just like experience it I can't just tell you it but you get pushed into this world um and people expect you to be perfect and you know nobody's perfect and when you're not perfect, that's when they, you know, they make videos on you and like they tear you apart and they say how awful of a human being you are and like how, oh, your thing is girls supporting girls, but like here's you like not supporting girls, like blah, 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 blah. And they pick you apart and they drain you and they, they 
poke at you and they don't treat you like a human being they treat you like an animal in a zoo essentially on fucking the internet um and i just feel like you know i have i would say that i have really thick skin but i think that it's come to a point where i can't take it anymore it's like i'm done chasing I'm done putting up this like image. I'm done watching every single word that I say and I'm done trying to be friends with people that don't want to be friends with me. I'm just so done. I'm just I don't know. It's like I just feel like this is like literally just like a breaking point. It's just I'm done being in the scene. I'm done being in the LA scene. I'm done going to parties i'm done trying to impress people i'm done everything like i'm so done with it i'm so drained from it i'm so over it like if i were to choose between you know having a great amazing career but staying in a toxic environment or you know heading into the unknown and not knowing what i want to do with my life and like not being in that toxic environment of course i would choose that anyone would and it's really scary because i've lived in la like i don't know how many years like five or six years like almost like almost a quarter of my life like almost all of my adulthood i've been in la and it's really scary thinking about not living there anymore and it's really sad because i have really amazing friends there and it makes me really sad to not you know but I think it's like just a matter of putting yourself first and then, you know, something might be scary, but, um, that just, that just shows that, you know, you're growing and you're changing and you're evolving. (laughs) What the fuck? Guys, I don't cry this much. I cry in every podcast episode, but I think it's just like the time in my life and like the period in my life and what I'm dealing with in my life but I think I really just like saw the picture of that girl and she looks genuinely happy and she's living her life and she has a boyfriend and she's you know thriving and like honestly her career is doing really fucking good um I think it just made me realize that I don't need to be a slave to LA and I don't need to be in LA and I don't need to do anything that I don't want to do like I honestly really have the privilege of you know being able to essentially live anywhere to work and like you know I feel like it's scary because I've seen people and they lived in LA and then they move out of LA and like you never really hear about them again and their careers die and like blah 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 but I really genuinely feel like we're at a point in social media where like anyone from anywhere can do anything and like any anyone from anywhere can like you know do social media and like have fun and like you don't need to be friends with like all of the other social media people and like you don't need to be like in the scene and like 
I don't know. I, I feel like it's really cool. And like, I don't know. I really I've been following like Alex Earl and I really like her. And like I follow Anna Paul and I really like her and I follow, you know, all these people and I really like them. Even like my like. I don't know, I always, always, always get comments about mine. Like, why are you, you know, are you friends with mine? Blah, 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 blah. Like, obviously, we're not as close as we used to be, but she just like moved out of LA and like now she's in New York and like I honestly like look at her shit and like it's really cool like she's honestly like really thriving and it makes me really happy because you know like you, you're friends with someone and you all that you want is like the best for them and it like it makes me really happy to like you know see your friends like evolve and change and like be successful outside of LA I know I am punch a okay i went i went downstairs and i ate a little look at what i saw um at the the fr my front door someone delivered a mini rainbow cake and some chocolate covered strawberries because they knew that i was sad today but it, i just thought it was really cute and really sweet and i ate it <laughs> downstairs and i feel a lot better um but Actually, I'm I'm going to read something that a subscriber DM me and it really just like made me it made my day. Um, her name is Tattooed Heart <laughs> on, on Instagram. She said, I've heard you say you want to move out of L.A. a couple times now on this account. I know it's a difficult decision, but it seems clear that you're not happy in L.A. anymore and it's OK to move on from there. You can be grateful for the memories and experiences and at the same time want to do something different now because you've changed and grown so much since being there. Do what makes you happy and ignore all the other noise because ignore all the other noises because at the end of the day, it's your life. And so live it that, if that makes you excited to live it. Um, I don't know that DM just like really made my day and like what inspired me. I don't even know if I even got to this, but what inspired me to do this podcast is like someone responded to my um instagram stories and they were like i wish that you would talk about shit like this on the podcast like she's like um sometimes i feel like your podcasts are so scripted and blah blah blah, blah. so this is my unscripted i think this is my first ever like unscripted podcast where i literally just ramble for like an hour straight um so yeah <laughs> and i literally don't want people trying to put together who i'm talking about in this podcast like I don't even want to have the comments on in this podcast like I like literally that's the last thing like the whole moral of this podcast is that I don't want to be in the scene I don't want to like talk about other people and I don't want to you know be in the you know whole scene so please if <laughs> if you feel the need to like puzzle and figure out who I'm talking about at this time and this time and this time like please don't it's like really toxic and it's really it affects my mental health and it just like there's no point like there's like say you figure it out like what's the prize like there's nothing that you win like you know um this is just like me explaining how I feel and me being vulnerable and like putting myself out there and the last thing I want to do is like a put someone down on purpose um, or B, you know, have someone, you know, text me out of the woodworks. Hey, I heard you were talking shit, blah, 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 blah. Like that's like <laughs> it. 
it just makes me laugh because I just like it's literally like the thing that I want to leave LA for um so yeah if you can please just not you know comment about it or you know try and puzzle piece who I'm talking about and you know drama and rumors and blah blah blah. like please like for my own mental health like please don't do that (laughs) I'm already like really fragile right now um I don't know and I was like I even I wasn't sure if I wanted to put this in the podcast but this was also like something that was really fresh and something that I think really solidified like what I want to do is one of the last parties that I went to in LA um there was this girl that is like friends with you know the girls that don't like me and we've never had a falling out like we've never we've always been friends and I always you know text her happy birthday and congratulations whenever something happens um but I saw her at the party and you know it's a party so we're talking to people and she brings a plus one and I'm talking to her plus one because like obviously you want to make everyone feel welcome and you know it's normal it's like what you do at a party you like talk to everyone at a party um and she like kind of joins our conversation with me and her plus one because like she wasn't really a part of the conversation she joins it and she's like oh by the way me and Adeline have beef but like we don't really talk about it and I didn't even know how to react I just kind of like laughed it off and I was like huh what <laughs> like okay <laughs> yeah and then I think like I don't remember what happened after that I just kind of like blacked out but that night after the party I literally was bawling my eyes out and I was like what the fuck is wrong with me like what what did I like am I an awful person? Like, like, why, what did it, like, I'm trying to think from, like, their point of view, like, what I did, and, like, I just, like, don't understand, like, why, how people can just, like, make you feel so unwelcome, and just so literally, like, you 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 will never be able to sit with us <laughs> like <laughs> um and the only thing that made me feel better that night is to like write in my journal like essentially like a goodbye note to like you know this group of people that don't like me and be like hey this person um I really appreciate all the you know good times that we've had and like you know, all the good memories that we've made, but I know that, you know, not every friendship is meant to last forever. And some friendships are there to, you know, teach you a lesson and not be there forever. And it allow you to grow and flourish and move on. And I wish you the best. Um, and I love you and you may not love me, but I love you. And, um, I wish you the best and goodbye. Um, that was the only thing that made me feel better that night. And I think ever since that night, I just, like, it's hard for me to, you know, go to 
parties. Um, and I don't know. I just like, I don't even know why I'm telling this story. Because, you know, maybe someone could relate. Like, maybe you've had a falling out with like a hometown friend and you're, you know, at your hometown and, you know, like shit happens and, you know, obviously guy breakups are hard and like, you know, relationship breakups are hard, but nobody talks about like friendship breakups. Friendship breakups are really hard. I think that LA has brought me amazing opportunities and I have amazing memories and I'm so grateful for it. I don't think I'll ever live in LA again. I think maybe if anything, maybe like Orange County um, because, you know, it's a little bit outside of the city and I have a lot of friends there um, that are really awesome and cool. just like emotional because I have a lot of really good friends in LA but I know for my own mental health and I know for my sanity that I can't be there anymore and I think at the end of the day like all that anyone wants to be is loved and happy I just don't I just don't feel that there I don't I don't have, you know, that glimmer in my eyes and that excitement and that creative juice flowing like I once did. Um, And I think it made me a lot more closed off and, you know, a lot. It's made it harder for me to make friends. Um, and it feels really lonely when you know you're you're leaving a city that you lived in for a while but I know that a year ago or a year from now I'm gonna look back and I'm gonna be really grateful that I did it and I know I'm gonna grow a lot from it (sighs) I don't know I don't even know if it's worth it to even just put this out or if I just shouldn't but I feel like you know if if someone can relate and if someone's you know had a friend break up or feels like a city isn't good for them anymore you know it's really hard and like no one talks about it and like sometimes I'm I always feel like I'm the problem and I always feel like I could have done things better, but I think that this was a really good chapter in my life, Um, but I think I've learned a lot from it, and I've made my peace, and I really do wish everyone well, but I really think that I can't be in LA anymore. At least for now. At least for a year or two years. Um, I think I just need to 
like find myself outside of that city whether it's like career-wise whether it's friend-wise whether it's whatever I know that I have to let go and I you know it's really sad because it's like you know when you're in a really long relationship you kind of look back at all the good memories and it's what keeps you from stay from leaving it's like what keeps you staying is like looking back at all the good memories and and all of the amazing times that you have and all of the laughter and smiles and fun but LA is different for, for me now it's not like that for me anymore um and I I think I I romanticize like how LA used to be for me and it's not that anymore I don't know I feel like I'm being really dramatic and it's literally just a city but it's you know it's more than just a city to me it's like you know my friends like my real true genuine friends and it's like you know my apartment that I like have grown to love and I've like put so much effort into and like found the perfect one and it's like you know it's my car like I don't even know what the fuck I'm gonna do with my car like my furniture and it's like you know it's like it's really scary leaving behind something that you know um but I think it's just like you know it's like a sign of growth and I think that I I definitely have a lot of growing to do if you feel like you're in like a, a toxic city or like a toxic you know situation or environment um then leave it and it'll be really scary but at least you won't be alone like i'll be doing it with you (laughs) (sighs) but yeah if it feels really good to like cry it out and like talk it out um but thank you for listening and i'm sorry i'm crying so much (laughs) like i'm just imagining like you know someone listening to this while like cleaning their room and like shit or like driving the car like i'm so sorry that you have to listen to my fucking crying ass um but i hope that someone can relate out there and like you know if this helps one person then that's all that matters um but yeah i think you know moving forward i'm really excited about the future um you know since I'll be moving out of LA like you know I can either live in Canada or I could try somewhere new um something that I've always 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 wanted to try was like London or France um because it's really cool I was looking into it there's like this I think there's the international experience Canada it's like a, a thing where if you're a Canadian citizen you're between 18 and 35 years old um and you have a Canadian passport you have like eight thousand dollars in your bank account and you're allowed to live in France or the UK or Australia or New Zealand like a lot of different countries so one country that I've like or I don't know one place that a city specifically that I've been dying to live in ever since I was a little girl was Paris I've always been drawn to Paris I used to wear my first ever fucking video on YouTube is me wearing a beret because I would wear that shit around my house like all all day long because I've always dreamed of you know being in Paris and like I would go to French class and like be so excited and like always like dream of being in Paris I don't know why I've always like just had this gravitational pull towards Paris um and I haven't been there a lot I think it's just like you know what you admire something so much that you're scared to go to it or achieve it or try it's like almost like you know when you're you want to be a singer like low-key when I was young 
I've always wanted to be a singer and I, I'm not singing. I have an Ariana Grande voice. Like I don't have the best voice in the whole world, but I've always wanted to be a singer when I was younger. And I would hate people that would like try to, you know, sing and like blah, 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 blah. But it was me being jealous because I've low key always wanted to sing. And then, I, you know, it's really scary putting out your first song because it's like, you know, you would rather, you know, die not trying and not have your ego hurt if it doesn't do well, then try and it not doing well, you know? So I feel like that's kind of how I am with Paris. Like I've always, you know, admired it and loved it and romanticized about it. And like, you know, I like look at it with like these big sparkly eyes like I once did in LA. Um, so I'm really excited. I'm, I'm like going to look into it this year and like see if I can get a visa or something. Um, but it's obviously really scary because like, is moving to Paris gonna like benefit my career like probably not <laughs> and like it's gonna fucking suck because I speak very little French like so fucking little but I think it'll be a crazy gnarly learning experience and hopefully I learn the language and um, meet awesome people there uh, and even just like travel throughout Europe because everything in Europe is so close but I don't know I'm like like Thinking about LA and like leaving LA obviously makes me really sad, but thinking about moving to Paris and living in Paris just like makes my heart flutter and makes me really excited. Um, and I feel like creative people and like, I'm sorry if I'm saying this a lot, I'm probably so fucking annoying, but I feel like if you're a creative and you feel like you're in this rut, a lot of the times I just need to do my own thing and like have my own space and be by myself I feel like creative people like our best work comes from fucking up being sad being alone and like creating I don't know I feel like I make the best artwork when I'm able to just be by myself and like really listen to my gut and really listen to my heart and like be bored like I feel like in LA it's like you're filled with so much distraction like there's distractions with parties there's distractions with money and there's distractions with brand deals distractions with so many things um and I feel like if if you're someone that is in the creative world you really need to focus on just being alone and like being with yourself and being in your thoughts and not always being distracted and you know I feel like that's at least for me like when I make my best art but yeah (laughs) I'm really excited for hopefully what's to come in 2023 um I'm excited to hopefully move to Paris. I'm excited to hopefully live in Canada. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I genuinely have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. (laughs) Um, And I think that's why I'm so scared, but (laughs) this is an Amber Scholl quote. I'm just going to say it. She, She always says this like, oh, like, what if it doesn't work out? What if I leave LA? And what if nobody cares about me anymore? What if I like, you know, I don't have a career anymore? What if I don't have my friends anymore? What if I, you know, this, what if that, what if this, what if that? Like, what if, you know, I lose everything? Like, what if, what if 
leaving LA doesn't work. And then she's always like, oh, but what if it does? Like, what if leaving LA does work? Like, what if leaving LA makes me happier? What if leaving LA helps me grow? What if leaving LA I learn French? What if leaving LA I make friends that like actually, you know, really like me and, you know, they appreciate, you know, the things that I do and like the planning that I put in and like, you know, like what if I leave LA and, you know, people are more interested in my content because, you know, a lot of people live in LA. What if they like, you know, want to be more interested in, in like a cool city like Paris? Like, am I, I don't know if I'm the only one, <laughs> um, but I love Emily in Paris. <laughs> like, I'm always, always, always thinking. I'm always like, oh, but what if it doesn't work out? What if it doesn't work out? What if it doesn't happen? What if I have no friends? What if I have no career? What if I have no family? What if I, you know, have no apartment? What if I, what if everything fails? But like, I never think of like, what if everything is better? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like sometimes I can be so hard on myself. And like, I think, you know, like I, I always feel like I like hit my peak and like my life is just downhill from here. And like, I'm never going to be good enough and blah, 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 blah. But like, what if it's not? Like, what if it's, you know, the best is yet to come? And like, what if you know, if I keep growing and evolving, what if I like become a better person? Like, what if, you know, I learn more? What if the best experiences and the best times in my life haven't even happened yet? And it's so possible. And I don't know why I'm always so down on myself. And I always, you know, think that I always like romanticize like old times in my life. Like I even remember when I was in high school, I was like, oh my God, grade 10 was like the best year of my life. Like grade 10 was the year that like me and my four girlfriends would like always hang out and like we'd always like have the best times. We'd always laugh together and like we'd always have sleepovers and it was so much fun. And I'm like, oh my God, my life peaked. Like grade 10 was the best year ever. And like my life will never be as like fun and happy. And like I had no idea that, you know, after high school, I would like go to LA and like, go to fucking Bora Bora with Tarte like what the fuck and like that I would like have a house and like that I would you know have a dog and like you know be able to like help my family like I I I didn't even have the capacity to like even think those things because I'm like not the type of person that like you know expects these things to happen like obviously I make a vision board and like I have these goals but it, like you know you always ask yourself like why me you know why would good things happen to me but you know what if what if it does <laughs> I don't know but yeah sorry I feel like I'm ranting a lot I need to I need to like take a nap or like eat some more food or something but like if I were if I were to give advice to like my friend that's going through the same thing I'd be like well you know, tell me one reason why you're not deserving of good things. Like, there's, like, no reason why you wouldn't be deserving of good things. Like, good things happen to bad people all the time. Like, you are so deserving of good things. And, like, good things will happen and good things will come your way. And it's really scary not knowing the future. But, 
you know it's just a part of life and it's just a part of growing it's just a part of evolving um and if leaving a city is good for you then fucking do it if leaving a partner is good for you then fucking do it if leaving um you know a bad situation in any type of form is good for you then fucking do it it's really scary when you get like really comfortable you don't know what's gonna happen but when you're comfortable it's like you know it's kind of like what's expected but you're deserving of great things you're deserving of happiness um and just listen to your gut that's all that i would say (laughs) um but yeah (laughs) i love you guys um thank you for listening to me ramble and cry and have a stuffy nose for an hour straight wow you're really patient thank you so much for listening um you're really a good friend um but yeah i'm going to eat some pizza i put pizza in the oven um i took it out don't worry it's not burning right now um and i hope that you have an amazing day and whatever it is that you're battling through girl you fucking got this um but make sure to rate the podcast actually don't rate the podcast after this one you're probably gonna rate it kind of bad um give it a thumbs up i don't know um but i love you guys um and i'll talk to you guys next wednesday i'm always here i'll be here same place same time love you guys bye did you like that episode? I really hope that you did. Um, if you haven't already, then make sure to watch last week's episode or the week after. Just click on the links, whatever it is. Um, and I hope that you guys enjoyed. Also, be sure to subscribe because it helps me a lot. Um, but I love you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye.